I had a full conference calendar, and I had just finished up when I was asked to speak at a Christmas gathering. I said yes. I wasn't trying to overbook, but I was hoping to be a blessing to a ministry that had a pastor in the hospital and a pastor's wife at his bedside. This invitation qualified for my exception to the rule of not adding to a closed calendar. But a week before their event, I was the hospital patient. Uh Uh-oh, change of plans. Welcome to Keep the Heart Podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker known for sharing biblical insights that are practical and inspiring. Now back to today's valuable study. How many of you love it when things go according to plan? Most of us do, but real life brings some strange changes when we least expect it. In fact, that's part of our problem. We expect things to go normally most of the time. Things like a wedding that wasn't supposed to be called off, but suddenly it is. Or that doctor appointment that was supposed to be just a routine checkup, not a frightening diagnosis. Or your car was running just fine before you packed it solid for a road trip. Or maybe you were supposed to be holding a newborn, not recovering from a miscarriage. And how could it be that a loved one has passed away when you just saw them? You were just talking with them. Add your unplanned situation and whether it's better or worse, the outcome was the same. Your plans changed. One thing that directly affects our responses to unplanned changes is the condition of our relationship with the Lord. If we're close to God before a crisis, we tend to accept changes without becoming foul in our spirits. How close are you to the Lord in your life? It really makes a difference in how we respond to the events that we face. What can we do when the change of plans makes life harder? Let's consider three reminders. First, we need to remember that we don't know what any day will bring. This is directly addressed in James 4, verses 14 through 15, telling us that ye know not what shall be on the morrow. Then it goes on and asks us a question, for what is your life? And it answers the question, it is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. And then we're given this strong, absolute instruction that says, For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. In other words, instead of us making our plans and just thinking, this is how it's going to go because we've got it all planned out, there needs to be a little bit more to the process. We don't think in the way this verse describes. We make our plans and then we just start working our plans. There's nothing wrong with being efficient and mapping out and having plans all laid out, But we need to remember that it comes down to four words, if the Lord will. In other words, if God allows our plans to go forward, permission has been granted. This verse is very similar to Proverbs 27, 1, which says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. We have a rough draft that we create, but our drafts don't qualify as guarantees that things will go out the way we thought they would. Sometimes things do go exactly according to plan, but at other times things go so far off script that our hearts and minds are reeling from the abrupt changes. 
it's wise to accept that sometimes, for reasons that we may not know on this side of heaven, God changes our plans. We may not like the changes, but we can't see the whole picture, can we? Cycle through the range of emotions that we all have when we come to changes of plans. Listen, we all go through those emotions. We get frustrated. We're shaken up. We don't understand this. But we want to get to that point where we commit to settling into trusting God. It's a choice and it's a decision. And when we're shaken up, it's not an easy decision. But don't wait for the desire to trust God. Just choose to trust him. And tell God that you may need help with any lack of trust that's lurking in the background of your soul. A second reminder is this. Life is full of changes that don't make sense to us. Proverbs 20 verse 24 is a verse I've quoted often on the podcast in various lessons because it's where we live. In fact, this one is like on a loop in my mind when things happen that we're not at all in the planner. Every day, we get out of bed, we start our routines, we press our feet on accelerators and vehicles, and we drive places, buy groceries, cook meals, work at jobs, lather, rinse, repeat. But what if suddenly the mundane, everyday things we've been doing from muscle memory are interrupted by a shocking change? We never saw the event coming, but Proverbs 20 verse 24 sums it up for us. Man's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? We really can't. Our daily goings are known in great detail by God, even in advance. He understands what's going on and why, because our goings are always known by him. We can't understand because we don't have God's vision. We can only process limited amounts of information, and we don't have the ability to see the future. We can't even see the next 30 minutes, but God is already there. What has happened lately that didn't make any sense to you? Don't allow it to cause you to accuse God of not caring. We will never be able to change the fact of salvation, which is the ultimate form of sacrificial love. So God obviously cares. God is actually the expert at genuinely caring. But we won't always understand why he allows certain things. When we don't understand, our belief can be shifted into cloudy doubts. This is a perfect time to ask God to help us with our unbelief. The father of a demon-possessed child in Scripture was so honest with Jesus about his unbelief. The Scripture tells us in Mark chapter 9, verse 24, And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. He was speaking to Jesus about believing in the fact that Jesus could deliver his son from that possession, but he had a doubt in the back of his mind, and he was just being honest and owning it. He owned up. He confessed it. We can do that, too. You know what's a really powerfully transparent prayer request? Help thou mine unbelief. Can you relate? I sure can. There are times when things that happen that shake our faith right to the very core and we're floundering in this doubt and worry. But when we're facing something that makes no sense at all and it even threatens to change our lives in irreversible ways, we may battle with wondering if we finally come to a situation that even God can't handle. Just remind yourself that's impossible because there's nothing too hard for God. But we are human, so we will wrestle with our thoughts. 
The inner man is subject to emotional weaknesses, and we need to recognize this and respond with prayer for help. There are at least three things we can pray when we're facing something that seems senseless to us. First thing, Lord, help me with my unbelief. Secondly, increase my understanding, Lord. And finally, teach me what I need to learn through these circumstances. The length of your prayer is not as important as the honesty behind it. And finally, a third reminder when plans change is this. The end of the story is still unknown. Unexpected changes in life may seem permanent, but as long as we're on this side of heaven, they are really temporary inserts into our life stories. We're so used to being in control, and it becomes a handicap when things happen that are beyond our control. This is when we'll need to be patient, and not just in our heads, but in our spirits. Listen to this verse from Ecclesiastes 7.8. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof, and the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. When facing things that dramatically alter our plans, we tend to become less than our best. Short tempers, impatience, and frustration can make a normally calm personality suddenly abrupt and even harsh. This serves as a reminder to us to give more grace to people when they're facing sudden changes, and we need to pay attention to our own spirits when we're feeling like we'd like to snap at someone during our own challenging times. Family and friends may want to help, but few people want to be chewed out, so we need to be really careful and check ourselves and use fewer words when we're frustrated. The unexpected change is not the end of the story. God's endings are hidden from us until He decides it's time for us to see what He already knows. How many times have we walked through what felt like a fiery furnace only to come out on the other side and eventually we weren't even smelling like smoke? That event had an ending that was better than the beginning, and life works like that. Ultimately, the end of our existence on earth is our arrival in heaven, making Ecclesiastes 7, 8 emphatically precise. The end will be better than the beginning. We simply need to watch ourselves so that pride doesn't creep in and make our spirits foul when we feel as though life has been unfair to us. The patient in spirit will have an easier time waiting for God to turn the page. The story is still unfinished. Well, a lovely lunch date recently turned into a hospital stay as I had an episode with my genetic heart condition that caused a blackout. During the episode, I fell and slammed my head on the cement floor of the restaurant. I don't remember the blackout, but I vividly remember the pain after regaining consciousness. Injuries and complications followed, and I'm still recovering. You may even be able to hear it in my voice. My son said this as he was sitting in my hospital room. Mom, this could have been so much worse. He thinks a lot like I do. Even though this episode resulted in a hospital stay, having this happen while in town rather than out of town was indeed a blessing. I really hate to cancel anything, but sometimes it's ordered by the Lord and we just need to go with God. You've probably had your share of changes in plans, Maybe you're going through one right now. Add this to the list of things that are so common to humankind. We plan, but God orders our steps. It's normal to cycle through a range of emotions from shock to anger, from discouragement to despair. 
We can't press a button to stop the flow of emotions, but we can press pause in our lives when things have changed. When plans change, it's a good time not to add anything else to the schedule for a season. Don't be afraid to subtract a few things either. We aren't the sole providers in our lives. We do have God, and He provides in inexplicable ways when the needs are greater. When plans change, remember this verse from Proverbs 16.9. A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. You've been listening to Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. Subscribe to this podcast and follow Keep the Heart on Instagram. Visit the shop at keeptheheart.com for Bible studies, books, and more, along with Francie's conference event calendar. Visit keeptheheart.com today. Thank you for listening.